It was a book that was recommended to me when I was at my corporate job and I started to see a therapist because I was crying every day. But she had said, just read this book. Let me know what you think. It was game changing. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Screw It, Let's Do This podcast. I'm your host, Therese. And I'm your host, Shelby. Wow, Shelby, your voice is really different today. So yeah, guys, Shelby's not here, unfortunately. So it's just me in my living room with my comfy blanket, some tea, a candle, and we're going to talk about book recommendations, uh, which it's actually okay. Shelby, she's on vacation right now. She's uh, she's not really much of a reader. And honestly, I'm a new I'm a newborn reader. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to tell you guys kind of how I got into it, some books that have changed my life or books that have helped me with my business and also some fun books because... We'll get into it. But anyways, if you are watching the YouTube right now, I I did just want to call out a fun story. So I have this blanket right now, which looks like a normal Sherpa blanket. Um, it's actually a Microsoft blanket. And the funny story is this. So I love Microsoft Word, like Word, not, I mean, not really Word. I don't use that much anymore, but like Excel, PowerPoint. When I learned about them in fifth grade, I made them my whole personality so I'd always make all of my, and I still do this to this day, all of my vacation plans on Microsoft Excel. So like down to the every single detail. I used to make all my Christmas lists starting when I was 10 years old on Excel. I'd make them from like priority down and then I'd make a corresponding PowerPoint to go with it. So I've always loved it. But anyways, I was tweeting with Microsoft Excel once I, and they're like, name a vacation you once planned on using Excel. And I was like, I planned a vacation so intensely with no breaks that I had a mental breakdown. Why couldn't your formulas solve that? Or why couldn't your formulas predict that? I was joking. But they're like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. And I was like, thanks for responding. I love you. Like, can you send me a sticker? They sent me this huge package filled with Microsoft. Actually, I should have my Microsoft. Um, I have like a Microsoft, what's it called? drinking cup, but it's dirty. I used it yesterday. So they sent me all this Microsoft, all these Microsoft cups, all these Microsoft stickers. Who would have known they had Sherpas? And yeah, so I love, I love the internet and I love Twitter or should I say X? Um, and that's why I'm, I'm warm sponsored by Microsoft. But anyways, so let's get into books. You guys, we're going to make this a super fast episode um, for a couple of reasons. One, because I have a meeting <laughs> in 20 minutes. So we're going to make this one super quick. Um, I'm going to talk to you guys about a couple books. Believe it or not, most of the books behind me, I've probably only read a third and I'll tell you why. So anytime I get a book that I love and I buy it, I want to give it to someone else. So I'll put my name in it when I read it and I'll give it away. Uh, so some of my favorite books I don't have, but I do use an app, which this is not sponsored. Uh, but an app called Goodreads where I can kind of like virtually have all of my books. So my virtual bookshelf of things I've read, things I want to read or things I started and I didn't like. So you guys can find a lot of those um, on my Goodreads if you follow me there. But uh, let's talk about just like reading in general because my perception of reading when I was younger was like, oh, only nerds read. <laughs> and not saying I'm not, you know, we're all not nerdy in our own ways, but I just didn't think reading was my journey. I was more of like a SpongeBob fan. I was a Disney Channel fan. Like, you know, reading was not something I did for fun unless it involved getting a free ticket to uh, Six Flags if I read 500 pages. So you could get me to read if I could like win something or like box tickets. They always gave away tickets to things if you read a certain amount of pages. So like I would become a reader then. But over the years, I have really been trying to become 
become a reader, not just read books. And I'd always be like, okay, I just need to do 12 books a year. I could never do that. I could only ever get like five or six because I would just like try to get done with the book and then I'd finish a book and I'd be like, okay, I, I finished a book. I don't need to do anything. But a book that I recently read called Atomic Habits taught me that in order to like build a habit of reading, instead of saying, I want to read a book, I need to become a reader. So I need to like make it convenient for me to do every day. So I started putting a book on my bed. After I make my bed, I put a book on my bed, a, a book that I'd like be fine reading at night, which a lot of these business books are good to make you fall asleep. <laughs> so sometimes it's even, you know, a page or a chapter I'll read. I also have another book in my gym bag. So I go swimming once a week and I will read the book after swimming. I'll like read it in the hot tub. And then I also got Audible, also not sponsored, but I have Audible for long car rides. So like I'll have like three books in the rotation at all times. And I try to make it like one fun book and like one or two self-help books. Because if you're only reading self-help, it is tough to keep going. It's very easy to just be like, I don't want to learn today. I have too much on my plate. I can't do this. But like when you have a fun book, it still helps like establish the routine of reading, but it doesn't feel like you're having to like retain knowledge. Anyways, on to the actual recommendations, guys. So I wrote um, some of them down because like I said, I don't have like any of the physical books, the ones that I really like. They are all books I've given away or audiobooks. So We'll start from the top. Uh, I know a lot of listeners are people that are kind of trying to gain the confidence to get started. Um, they maybe are in jobs that they don't want to be in, or they're just trying to like get started with their businesses. So the first like three books I'm going to talk about is stuff that might help give you the confidence to start. So I've talked about this before, but The Confidence Code by Katie Kay. Definitely one of the most life-changing books that I had read. Uh, it was a book that was recommended to me when I was at my corporate job and I started to see a therapist because I was crying every day at my job, um, which is not uncommon at the job I was at for a lot of people. But she had said, just read this book. Let me know what you think. It was game-changing. And this is like a big shout out to women specifically. It's, it's about women's confidence. And how we're so different. We're differently uh, wired, I guess you could say, but also taught different things than, say, men. So, for example, men a lot of times will like apply for jobs even if they don't. And this is a generalization, but men will apply for jobs a lot of times even if they only tick a couple boxes. And women will wait till they tick every single box to apply. Like they're they're already more than qualified, but they just they they're more rule followers. We've always been taught like growing up okay, be a good girl. Like don't get any trouble. And like guys that go out and like, I don't mean to make this a rant about like guys versus girls, but like guys can go out and like, you know, do things and have this like insane confidence to do it, even if they're not, um, not qualified. And people are like, oh, you know, go after it. You got to like hoorah, rah, like make a sport of it. So it's just a book about how it, it kind of like shows some examples and you'll be like, oh, wow, I, I did realize that I, I do view myself in that way or I don't apply for things unless I'm fully qualified. But it also talks about like genetics, how like genetics do play a part in confidence. So like some people do have genetics that do help them in their confidence. So sometimes if you meet someone and you're like, oh my gosh, how are they so confident? Like it might just be in their bones. <laughs> so I recommend that book. 
even if you think you're confident, if you're just a woman in the work world or trying to start something and you, yeah, you, you sometimes second guess yourself, I recommend that book. Anyways, on to the next. Um, we're going to need some dolphin noises here, but You're a Badass by Jen Sincero. I think a lot of people know that author. That is, I mean, she has a lot of different books on like You're a Badass at Making Money, You're a Badass. Uh, that book is just like, it's another confidence building book, but it also tells you like when you decide to do something different with your life, a lot of things are going to push back. A lot of people are might push back like, oh, this isn't your normal or like a, a lot of things might go wrong when you decide to do something new and different, but like you have to keep pushing through it because like you were made for more. That book has a lot of quotes that when I read in 2020, I read this right when I quit my corporate job. It is, I took a lot of notes and it also goes through a lot of like positive affirmations on like the things you want to be, but you don't feel. So I remember there was one affirmation I was seeing every day where it was like, um, cause I was scarred from my old job. It was like, people like to hear you talk. I was always scared to like speak up, um, at my other job just cause I didn't want to like quote unquote waste people's time because like you couldn't go into a room without being prepared <laughs> for like a meeting without them being like, nope, try again, like try harder. So I was always scared to speak up if I didn't do enough like research on my own or enough like trying on my own. Some of the other affirmations were like, people like to hear you talk. People want to help you when you're struggling. But I, I spent a lot of time just like a lot of time going through that because that book definitely had some good exercises. And I think that that book definitely has like a cult following around it. So it's an easy read. It's a very entertaining, easy read. The next one also will require a dolphin noise. So um, do cool shit, quit your day job, start your own business and live happily ever after by Mickey Agrawal. So I love this. I love Mickey Agrawal. She also started Tushy the bidet, which I have in my bathroom. Um, but she she's definitely like a little out there in the sense of like, probably just from like a traditional sense. But I think the way she thinks is really cool. Um, for example, like she talks about her life. It, it kind of goes down like the whole thing of like having a business, like the courage to start, the courage to just like put yourself out there because it's like, for example, she was riding her bike and she really wanted to pay, play soccer. So she literally saw a group of guys playing soccer in a new city, got off of her bike and like ran towards them and was like, hey, everyone, can I play? And like that became her friend group. And like, how bold is that? I mean, that girl must have been like born with confidence because that was pretty intense. But also she talked about how when she needed investors for her first ever business, she reached out to the Food Network because um, she wanted to start a pizza business. And she was like, I think it was the Food Network or, or some other network where she's like, hey, would you guys be willing to follow around an entrepreneur um, to start a business? Like that'd be a great documentary. And like, you know, that could help give me some money to start the business. And they said yes. So there's a whole documentary on her starting her first pizza place. She also talked about like getting funder, like um, fundraising money and how she's like, yeah, I found a really cool Airbnb. I sent all these like quirky little mail things, hand delivered them to all these people that I thought might have money that could give to my business, like to invest in my business and how bold it was for her to just go around. And like she was trying to get into people's offices and like give them invites to her party, people that she hadn't even met. And they're like, nope, you can't get in. And how she would like sneak in and pretend she was like a worker just to like get to the CEO of this business to like get her to come to her funding meeting. So it's just about like pushing the bounds to like get what you want in life. 
And I loved that. That was a book recommendation um, from another small business owner. And when I say small business, it was actually a bigger business owner who told me about that book. So those are three books I'd recommend for the um, getting the confidence, confidence to start. Now, for growing your business, um, Atomic Habits, that's like a really big trendy book right now. And there's mixed reviews about it. I had the audiobook. I thought it was so entertaining. And I liked the guy's voice, the one who was um, on Audible. So I thought right off the bat, it was really interesting. And I have started to like think about my day with different habits. And like, for example, working out every day helps like they call it habit stacking. So like after I work out, I come home, I make my breakfast, I take a shower, I get ready, I take my vitamins, I do my gratitude journal. And then I start working like, but the thing that gets me going, the thing that like starts my habit stacking is my workout. So I loved, loved that book. And I think especially if you are either starting or like already going, creating the healthy habits where you don't have to think about where you're like on autopilot is like amazing. And I just read that book or listened to that book probably five months ago. And I still think about it every day. Another book for small business owners. This, it was recommended to me by three different people before I was like, because the, the cover looked so boring. Um, it's the e-myth why most small businesses don't work and what to do about it. And it basically talks about how like we are not our business. So like when you start your business and for me, especially like I had my name, my face, my story, like all over my Instagram on my business cards. Now, like, I don't want to, I don't want people to think about me with my business. Cause like, I don't want to be at every single event. I don't want to be teaching every class. I don't want to be, I don't even want to be at my store every day. It talks about creating your business in a way where it's franchisable. Where like, if you are out of the picture, if you are on vacation, if you decide to sell that your business still has value, it just talks about like removing yourself from your business, creating processes. And like, even if you don't plan on franchising your business, how do you create a process or a model? that's franchisable and repeatable. And I read that book a year ago and I, I read it on my iPad. And I actually like doing that too because you can just get it on demand and like take notes on it. And it's easy to like travel with also if you just have like a thin iPad instead of or Kindle instead of like the actual book. That definitely changed the game for me on like how I'm plant, how I've been growing my business, how I've been like structuring it. And like, if you can't tell... I'm like a little sick right now. I'm recovered, but like I was sick earlier this week. We had four events and three of them still went on. Well, two and a half went on without me. Only one we needed to reschedule. But that's because like I've created a process that's repeatable where my team was able to do without me while I'm sitting in bed with a fever. And like that's game changing to know that if I'm sick or if someone else from the team is sick, like it's a repeatable process and like people can depend on it. So those are really the only other books that, that I can think about right now. But I will say for fun books, I have some Colleen Hoover ones. Those are really easy to read for people that are looking to get into reading and just having fun. Those are great. Um, I'm also reading How I Built This by Guy Raz right now for some general inspiration because I love his podcast. Never split the difference. Um, that's about negotiating, and I am negotiating every single day. It feels like, um, and yeah, I just finished another Colleen Hoover book. So I'm trying to get 12 in this year. <laughs> Believe it or not, I hopefully can get in 12 this year. Um, but yeah, you guys, I have a meeting to get to right now. The storefront is almost done being built, so I'm going to get back to it. But cheers, happy reading, and let me know if you guys have any books you recommend I read that can change my life, and maybe we can start a little book club. 
That'd be fun. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for watching and listening.